MLM Nation, episode 366. Free enterprise is where it is. You don't have to worry about, you know, determining or asking permission again for anyone. I don't like to ask permission. Network marketing is where it's at, baby. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlmnation.net forward slash events. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded MLM Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at MLM Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, MLM Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision, because otherwise, you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like MLM Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories, just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring a special guest today, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Hey, Nicola, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I'm ready, Simon. Thank you for having me. You're on 10. I love it. <laughs> Nicola Smith-Jackson is a wife, mother of four, a former hairstylist and a real estate professional before she got started with network marketing. Nicola faced numerous personal challenges after having to bury three children, not being able to pay her bills, and wondering if there ever would be a better day in her life. But it's these tough experiences that developed a tremendous desire in her to succeed. Today, Nicola is a top MLM leader who's built a sales force of over 300,000 reps. 300,000 reps in more than 30 countries. Her passion is to teach others how to make winning a habit. And Nicole is known for building huge teams of motivated and committed entrepreneurs. So, Nicola, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share a little bit more about your background and how you discovered network marketing. Yeah, well, you know, just like you said, I was that hairstylist and um, super tired, you know, working 12, 14 hours a day, um, Never having enough time for my kids. You know, when I came home, I'd either sometime have Charlie horses, 
uh, too tired to even interact with them, you know. And after uh, having my last son, he's uh, about to be 10 years old now. It, it, going back to work, I literally, I, I can remember just sobbing, you know, uh, thinking about going back to work because I had a son that was disabled. I had two other sons. And, and so um, my uh, nine-year-old, you know, he, he was going to be, I'm thinking like, what can I do? Uh, economy was turning down, you know, for both of my industries, the hair industry, a lot of people were losing jobs. So even though I was earning like a six figure income, a lot of my clients, they were losing their jobs. So my income was resulting with theirs. And in the real estate industry was tanking at the same time. So it was hard on my husband and I just to keep it light. You know, it was, it was rough. Uh, you know, I don't question, I had the media ask this because um, when you, told me you had buried three children. Yeah. That is, and before we even talk about network marketing, because people are asking me about this already. Can you share, I mean, I mean, you maybe not go into too much details, but talk about challenges. Can you share a little bit what happened? Because people are wondering. Even yeah, right like Facebook how I buried me. three children. Yeah. yeah, because I was, um, I would always have challenged pregnancies, you know, and uh, my first uh, time I was pregnant, it was a set of twins. And... I went to the hospital and I, I wasn't feeling well and they sent me back home and they told me everything was pretty much okay. They heard a heartbeat and it was too early for them to pretty much know that there should have been two heartbeats. And so I uh, had to, um, you know, have a, an emergency surgery and, and those two children had to bury them. And then my, my son, who's now 19 years old, he'll be 20. Um, he, I got pregnant and he was another set of twins. <laughs> and at that moment, uh, I did deliver them. They were uh, premature. So I really very, very, you know, know a lot about NICU and hospitals. Just tell me that, you know, I was still a young mother and, uh, his twin, he lived for three weeks. And he uh, passed away. And so my 19-year-old, who has cerebral palsy, never walked a day in his life. He was a twin. And so um, those were the three babies, you know. And out of all of those babies, I've only had one girl. So there's always been around the guys. So that's that's the story. Wow. Um, and we're going to go more into, like, the toughness. Because you talk about you have a huge, willing desire to succeed. <clears throat> so... Years later, you're doing this hairstylist. It's a tough industry. The real estate is yeah. crashing. How did you yeah. discover network marketing? Who approached you? How did you know about it? Uh, nobody actually approached me. It was in that piece of looking for a way for me to pretty much have more like a decent hour. So uh, after having uh, my son, Caden, I decided to say, you know what? I'm in the hair industry. I've been in the industry for a while. Let me see what are some other ways where I can still make more money but have more of my time. It started off with that. And so I decided to say, okay, well, let me go on and, and learn how I can help maybe uh, patients, cancer patients, or, or people where I could actually make wigs or make units for them. And this would be a business that could be open from like nine to five, like have those kind of hours, but obviously still be able to earn a decent living. And so uh, in doing that, I was invited to um, go to a, a huge trade show, a hair uh, trade show. It was called the Bronner Brothers Show there. And when I got there, I was a platform artist, meaning, you know, one of those people when people are watching them doing these, you know, units. And I was really good at extensions, you know. And right across from me was a booth. And the booth had this product and it kind of helped people 
uh, look smaller instantly. And I just said I needed that because I just had Kate and I, I, I gained a lot of weight. And hairstylist, you want to look good. And so I was able to try the product and literally I had to run after the woman for her to like come to my salon and share the service and share what she had because she wouldn't really offer me the business. And, and that's one of the, the first keys, you know, people are out there, they're sharing, exposing, but they don't ask for the money or ask for the business. I literally told her I needed what she had. Didn't know it was really network marketing because I'd never been in network marketing before. And um, I never had any people around me who was in network marketing. So I never had a negative opinion about it. And so she just shared with me, I can get some people. I gathered some of my clients to my salon on a Sunday. And in that day, uh, women were just like going crazy over what we had. Made about $2,000 in a few hours selling a product. And then one of the ladies at the event said, can I do this? And I looked at the lady who set up the party with me and she said, yeah, I was like, okay. And then I start making checks and they never told me it was network marketing. <laughs> and so I just continued to do that. And, uh, probably by the third, uh, month I'd made like uh, $10,000 and, and I'm like, okay, I need more of this. Cause I have to work uh, really hard to earn $10,000 in a month as a hairstylist. And, and that kind of started off. No one actually ever trained me about being a network marketer, the systems and all that. I learned that later, probably, you know, after we were heading into our first million. Wow. So um, you know, the woman at the booth never told you network marketing. She didn't. No. Was it, did she intentionally didn't tell you or she was a lack of belief and just didn't was very, very product focused? I'll tell you right now, she was product focused, but she came out of corporate America. And I think that honestly, they were embarrassed that it was network marketing. Uh, they would call it everything else outside of that, basically. And, uh, you know, again, you know, many people coming out of being an employee into an entrepreneur and, and maybe really, in fact, more inclined to what other people think about the industry. She never said that it was that. Mm. And, and also she was kind of new. She wasn't really fully versed in the industry herself. A lot of us were in our company that we were in. And so, no, there, there wasn't any like formal training at that time. I actually had to create that inside of that company for my, my team. <laughs> now, why did you think you were pretty successful? You sold $2,000 in your first meeting and then you said you, you made uh, 10 grand by your third month, 10 grand a yeah. month or 10 grand cumulative. You said, no, no, it was a 10 grand check. Yeah. 10 grand. In, uh, yeah. And in then we month. were doing a lot of retailing too. So it was actually more than that, but the check from the company came was right at 10 grand third month. And, and then we were off to the races because we started talking about that. I can just say it was ignorance on fire. I don't recommend anybody to try that at home, but, um, it definitely got, uh, the promotion. We were promoting like crazy we were exposing like crazy. Anyone who came within like three feet of me, I was locked down in a salon. So even if the FedEx guy was dropping off a, a, a package, uh, any of the clients that were coming in the door, we were just totally just promoting. We were promoting. We had just a one-liner uh, thing, and that's a, a tip right there, a one-liner uh, sentence that we would ask someone to kind of invite them to take a look at what we had. We didn't care what they said, yes or no. And then we would just, you know, show them what we had. That's how we did that. Uh, did you ever feel that, um, so you basically had huge belief, right? Did you ever feel that by uh, talking to everyone that came to the salon or actually heard your salon business, like you were, you know, 
turn off your uh, salon clients and your salon business will go out of business? I never thought of that. I don't know. You know, uh, I was already in the salon. My mom was a hairstylist, so she was in the salon business for quite some time. And one thing that she always did was she had retail inside of the salon. So anyone who left our chair, they were already going to leave maybe with some shampoos or some conditioners or some things that, you know, um, actually built up our ticket. And then it was also things for them to use at home. So it didn't really, you know, it didn't even dawn on me that people, you know, would have that question because people want to know what was it I was doing too, because I was actually, you know, a product of the product. And so having your own story and a, and a testimony as quickly as possible took us a long way. I can tell you that much. Hmm. Um, so you said you had a one-liner. What was the one-liner you used? I would probably, if I were to say the one-liner, they would know what company it is. So it was, you know, um, you'd always ask a person, like, who do you know that would want to X, Y, Z, which would be the transformation that your product or service offers. Mm. So who do you know that needs X, Y, Z? Right. So like, it would be like, who do you need that needs to, who do you know that needs to lose weight? Right. And it would be something a little bit sizzly, like it would, you know, it would be something that, you know, it, it had to be a, a sizzle piece where, where a person was almost irresistible. It would kind of touch a pain point for that person. Very, very cool. Very good stuff. Um, so why do you think most people struggle? Like you said, you did very well right off the, right out of the gate. Why are most distributors, maybe some of them watching or listening right now, they're struggling. They don't have the success you did. Well, I can tell you right now, I needed to succeed as badly as I needed to breathe. It was a situation going on in my, in my life where I knew that I had to do something different. It was like that thing back up against the wall that if I don't try this, if I don't go as hard as I can here, then now I'll be stuck in my circumstance. And uh, just trying, even though I didn't know what would happen there, it just seemed to be uh, more favorable than what I was in at that time. Good stuff. So uh, let's uh, talk about, um, this is my favorite question. What is your worst, worst moment? Because you've been in the profession for like 10 years now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What is your worst, uh-huh. worst? Because you know the worst moments make you, right? You shared about like... Absolutely. Your... So, so what was your worst moment worst, in MLM? It was a turning point for me. Um, the worst moment for me was, you know, all of that, we were, um, earning a ton of money, you know, even six figures a month, uh, everything seemed well, we had people all over the world and, uh, some things changed in our company. And then there were like a group of leaders who got together and decided that that wasn't the company they wanted to be at anymore. And they were literally going after, you know, um, our entire team. They were taking people that came with and taking people they didn't come with. And and um, it was a, a point of uh, instability. I could feel the um, the fear in, in the team's heart. Like they felt like there was nothing that they can do. And inside of that, was where I actually now was able to pull everything that was on the inside of me, my faith in God, um, you know, the same scriptures that I was reading every day. And and I literally, I'm just going to let you know, I went into prayer and I began to now come up with ways to now create atmospheres for people to still grow. It was birthed a, a conference. I birthed out of that called the Momentum Conference. I'm actually having one of those Momentum Conferences here shortly. And um just gave a total turnaround uh, to the company. 
and it was the, I would say, totally bittersweet because, again, I was feeling like back up against the wall. But uh, when you can think about, like I said, my story, obviously burying those three children and I still now have, you know, four healthy children doing well. I consistently begin to look in my life and say a lot of times where there was things that seemed like it wasn't working out. It was right at the turning point of maybe the next level. And that's what I consistently tell myself when I come up against a challenge that, okay, it's time for the next level. That's why I believe that, you know, the worst enemy to success is success. You know, you can't get comfortable to the point where you think you've arrived or you're, you're not humble to where you have to be humble. And so um, it was okay for me to be in a place where I needed to um, do some things different. And I began to get innovative, created a, a movement, and that actually brought our teams together even closer. I, I saw people be able to understand how to move through challenges without fainting and that it was okay to uh, not be 100% sure what the outcome is, but keep moving forward. Really good stuff. I love it. You said when um, things don't go well, hey, ML Nation, rewind, hit the rewind button, listen to that a few times. When things don't go well is, is the turning point for the next level, right? Because that's you only grow next when level. things are painful. The next yeah. level is right, right there. And you said the worst enemy of success is success. We stay complacent. We don't change, and we don't we don't grow. That is really really deep stuff there. Hey, MI Nation, if you're listening or watching this, if you like this, please share this because uh, really good nugget. The worst enemy of success is success, and that's from Nicola Smith Jackson. And how sure because we never grow. Now, well, let's go to the other um, stories. What would you consider turning? Would you would you consider that as your turning point of your business in terms of your it, growth? It definitely was a turning point. And it was an aha moment that at that moment, it really wasn't about the product or service that we were offering anymore. It was 100% about leadership at that moment. Uh, and I realized that our industry was, is not really about what you're selling, what company you're in. It's about people. It's about, you know, and, and, and you're being a leader, having to make sure that you're consistently working on yourself. So I had to go deep inside of myself and and come outside of anything about it being about me. I had to come out of it being personal. I had to literally go into um, working on creating an atmosphere for other people to grow because it was either like, I just couldn't see myself just failing or, or just like just stopping. I wasn't ready to do that. And so we had to push forward and I'm grateful for that moment. I'm thankful. I have I have like the utmost respect for each and every one of those leaders that decided that that was the time for them to make change. It also even when I did end up make a change later on, you know, um, it was a whole different idea about this was true ownership. This was a time to truly own your life. This was a time to truly own, you know, uh, that you're in a real business. And I had to stop thinking like I was in a business. I was an owner of my business. Very good stuff here. Uh, talk about your momentum conference. You said you create, you learned to create an atmosphere for people to grow and you're about to do uh, one right now. What is, what, what type of event is this? Well, it is a regional event for our, our company. What we're doing is 
you know, business, uh, like any other business, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. You know, I've never had a W-2. So I do know about business and having cycles. And, you know, a lot of times in the uh, summer months in network marketing, a lot of people are taking, you know, vacations with their families. They're, they're considering that, you know, this is a time for everyone to kind of lag back. And a lot of network marketers just take it just as such. They just take it as, hey, this is a slow time. And I don't believe in that. I believe that as a business, you have to recognize what part of the cycle you're in and then think about ways that you can still continue to move business ahead. So we started out with things with our team with doing, you know, things like overviews and barbecues, still doing business, bringing the teams together and then also say, hey, we do a conference that's just, you know, out of this world that's going to drive momentum, give people, you know, marketing strategies during this time position people for how to prospect and recruit, uh, like in the 21st century, helping people understand the power of team building and, you know, uh, building synergy in a team that you don't even have to identify. I don't believe it, you know, just accepting the status quo. You don't have to identify with everyone say it's a slow time. Well, in my idea, I know that there's some businesses that it's a high time. So I'm going to look at ways to make it still be a high time for my business. And, and that's what what our Momentum Conference is, we, it's strategically done during the summertime months or during the months where you need that push, where you need that push for your entire team, getting them fully engaged and so that they can move through that quarter pretty much of that, you know, most of the time is like a slower time for our industry. Hmm. Um, let's share another story. What would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? So... After that, that same situation that we talked about, you know, pretty much like the exodus, we started coming up, you know, convention was still coming up, national convention for our company. And um, we literally set out and said, you know what we had to do, we called the project pretty much convention. I'm, I'm good for creating like these projects or these movements for a certain periods of time. So what I did is I assigned leaders in all those different cities and states to make sure that they had a certain amount of leaders uh, at that national convention. So pretty much we set up like generals in different areas and they all kind of reported back to, to myself. And uh, when we got to the convention, people thought it was going to be doom and gloom because we had that major exodus and all that and the convention was still packed out of this world. And so we were called up, my husband and I were called up to get an award or what have you. And we, we went up to get the award, but we knew that we could not have done that without our team. And so when we began to call and we told them, hey, listen, we can't take this by ourselves. We want you to join us, you know, on this stage. So if you're on, you know, our team and we have a name, you know, we say if you're on our team, we want you to join here. And then people kept coming out of the stands and coming out of the stands and coming out of the stands and they stood behind us. And um, when we looked back into the audience, it was three quarters of the entire entire convention. Wow. And that was like such a wow moment because I'd never seen them all together. We took pictures, we did different things, but I'd never seen them all together. And I realized that is totally about leadership and duplication in our industry. And every leader had their part to play, but it came together and it was, it was amazing. I was so proud of my leaders. I was so proud. It was a win for all of us. It was, it was amazing that people, even during a time that seemed like it was, I'm always getting teary-eyed. It was hard. And I showed, you know, um, 
that even through doubts, you still can have courage. That's the, that's the antidote to fear is courage, doing it anyway. And, and it turned out in a magnificent way. And, and we were just off to the races after that. It's just powerful. And that, that's how now it's become a system of how I build teams. It helped me create not only conferences, systems, ways to build teams, creating synergy, community, all of those things, cultures, no matter what's happening in your company, no matter what's happening in the, in your, in the economy, you know, um, now it's become a system that I call it the power formula. Hmm. You know, um, when we met at the uh, event a couple, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, I, I yeah. noticed like in the middle of during a break, you and your entire team got onto a video, right? Like a video yeah. in the hallway. And I actually took a picture of it and some other people, because I think that was really good in terms of uh, creating a culture team. You got everyone out of the room to share. What, what are some things you do to create community and culture? Absolutely. When you saw us doing that, we actually wasn't only on Facebook. We were literally going into our uh, group, our group, our team group to bring them into the conference. It wasn't even only about like, say, hey, guys, here we are. This is the marketing kind of you know strategy. It was about bringing our group to let them know that we're here. We're going to be bringing back some powerful nuggets for us to go to the next level. So we were literally our team speaking to the other team members who couldn't make it to that event and, you know, and, and letting them understand that, you know, us standing together, we were there representing for them and we're coming back, you know, for, for the whole team. Yes. Cause you mean, even you make people feel like even though they weren't there, they're still part of it. Cause you, that's and, right. And they, you really care about them cause you're thinking about them. Right. That's right. We're thinking about you and you're here, even though you're, you're not here, you're here with us. That's very, really good. Very cool. Um, since you got started in network marketing, how have you seen uh, the profession change? I would say for a in, in a good way. Like I shared, when I first learned about network marketing, I didn't have anyone mentor me in network marketing. I literally just got my first network marketing coach uh, here just recently, how you and I met. You know, that's my first network marketing coach. It was always using business acumen, I've been mentored and trained by top global leaders uh, that led, you know, different kind of organizations, but not network marketing. And so um, I would say I love where network marketing has changed, where people could truly do things from home. Like you and I right now here having an interview and I'm at my home office and you're in your home office and we're still like we're right here together. Um, you know, when I first started that 10 years ago, it was only belly to belly. And I highly suggest that you don't abandon that because we're humans. We still have to have touch at some point in time, but we're able to leverage a lot more. One of the other things I love is that people are now um, starting to really see that network marketing is a true career path. It's not just a hustle. It's not just something you're just doing. They're seeing it as a true profession, not only because of the money that we're earning, but now, you know, many people are really cognizant to systems and processes. So people who are, in entre who are entrepreneurs, maybe who are doing well, they may be in transactional income, like realtors and things like that, that's getting tired of that. And they're realizing, like, I really don't have a retirement. They're now seeing other professionals who are taking network marketing seriously and, and building up really strong residual income, even for people who've lost their 401ks and, and things like that. They're able to now, you know, use... Um, maybe some of their, you know, 
their business acumen, but now where it can be leveraged. And so people are now seeing this as a true profession, a true career path. I'm loving that. And I do love the whole online piece because our first business, we didn't do that. We, we it was totally belly to belly and you can still get exhausted. It's like now you bought a job, right? And so the idea that now you can leverage, you know, the internet, you can reach people in just a moment's notice. Uh, and, and these tools should be used responsibly, by the way, you know, to be able to reach people in moment's notice and still get and promote uh, what it is that you're offering and a way that we can bring tons of value on a regular basis. You know, this, even this here, our conversation, I know is helping some people out there to say, look at this, you know, bringing people together, two top professionals who are not hungry, they're not thirsty. We're both, you know, we're in businesses, but we're not trying to say, hey, jump with me or whatever. We're just here to add value to the profession. I didn't see that in the earlier stages. Everybody was very much coming from a scarcity mindset. They didn't want to offer value if it wasn't 100% for their team. They weren't really thinking about how to maybe come together and make the profession, uh, you know, better as a whole. And so I, I, that's one of the things I'm really loving about, well, several, obviously, I'm loving about network marketing. I'm passionate about network marketing. I, I'm very passionate about it. <laughs> Absolutely. We can tell your passion. Want to grow your business faster and make your next 12 months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in Gold Coast, Australia, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events, and now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to two major events. Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th. 2018 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today and attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. As we go towards the end of the show, Nicola, some quick questions to pick your brain. And these can be sure. really quick one-sentence answers. So the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? I can tell you one thing. you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. That's the one. That's my favorite. That's I like my that. Favorite. You yes. gotta succeed like the way you wanna breathe. That's a good one. Yes. Hey, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Waking up early in the morning. Not just because I work for myself, I don't sleep in. Waking up early in the morning, get more done when it's quiet. So I can get in my head before anybody else does. What's your routine? You have a morning routine? Absolutely. I wake up first thing in the morning, I pray, I read. Uh, I get prepared. I do a morning show. It's an inspirational morning show for network marketers every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's called Power Start Your Day. So I get prepared for that. Then now, right after that, I go into my own mode of operation for running my business. And so uh, definitely getting in my head before anybody else does. 
What time do you wake up? Normally? I wake up at 5 a.m. I love it. I'm, I'm an early bird riser too. I love it. Hey, uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Getting people, giving people what they want and you'll always get what you want. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone's interested in your business, they're a qualified prospect. Do you send them a link to an online video or do you do a Zoom or do you uh, meet with them and do a flip chart? What do you like to use? I like the videos because the videos are going to tell the story right every time. You know, even with us, we, we may, you know, leave something out. We're just not perfect. So I love sending the videos and being able to move through and get responses as quickly as possible. Do you have a favorite uh, online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Yes, I do love Dropbox, but I also love Vasita for scheduling. Vasita has been like phenomenal for me. I was like, you know, needing some help with that organizational piece. I needed reminders about different things. And, you know, my project manager turned me on to Vasita and she told me it was a bad to the bone tool. And it is. What is one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation? Okay, Joe Rubino, hands down, Ultimate Guide to Network Marketing. Uh, it's like, to me, like the Network Marketing Bible. It, you know, you're getting to learn how to tell stories effectively, everything that you need to know from prospecting, recruiting. And, and it's from the top people. You know, top leaders still need uh, coaches. Books like that has helped me uh, go to and, and be able to learn from the best of the best at any given time. So definitely Joe Rubino, uh, the ultimate guide in network marketing. I like that. That is a little old school, right? I love it. It's good stuff. And you know what? I think I'll, I stay with that old school deal, right? Because, you know, there's always a basic infrastructure to every business. You can innovate, but, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. King Solomon yeah. says that in Ecclesiastes. So at the end of the day, when you can build, you know, you got to master the basics before you build on it. Absolutely. And, uh, Nicola, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yeah. So here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, but you knew no one. So didn't know your husband, didn't know your four kids. You're like a total stranger, like an alien that went to another planet. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? I would say to my target market, that's something people don't teach often in network marketing you want to find out every company is going to have people who are going to want need and be willing to buy what you have most other businesses do it they find some target market and then now that's where i would go i would discover that target market and i would go ham on that 20 no's a day baby i love it uh, so where would you go would you go like online offline or just both or specific groups both. I do both. I believe that you have to learn how to do both because you're going to have people join your business that they may not be only online or they may not be only offline. I feel like as a leader, you need to be able to do both. You've been amazing, Nicola. Thank you so much. Um, as we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Well, you can go to my site, successwithnicola.com, and that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, with Nicola, and as a Nancy, I-C-O-L-A, uh, .com, successwithnicola.com. Of course, you can check me out on Facebook, Nicola Smith-Jackson, and LinkedIn, the Nicola Smith-Jackson, and Instagram, Nicola Smith-Jackson. I know it's kind of long, but I just wanted to be consistent, and... Uh, I can tell you, this is what I want people to understand, that this is the wave 
free enterprise is where um, where we're going in the world. People are able to take full ownership and start, you know, making decisions for themselves. You know, you don't, you know, I believe purpose don't have to ask permission. And I love free enterprise. And no matter who you are, what was your background, what type of mistakes you've made, uh, no one can stop you but you. Doesn't matter. I've had a rough, rough time in the beginning, and now I'm helping people make their times a lot better. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask for anything different, but I'm just sharing with you free enterprise is where it is. You don't have to worry about, you know, determining or asking permission again for anyone. I don't like to ask permission. <laughs> I don't like to ask permission to win. Network marketing is where it's at, baby. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Nicola Smith-Jackson. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N at the search bar. And the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom and Nicole's contact info will be right there. In, in order to be successful in life and in network marketing, you must help others. So, Nicola, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation and the value provided. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Thank you for having me. God bless. Take care. Bye now. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation, Simon Chan, recap review from a great training show from Nicola Smith-Jackson. Make sure you connect with her. Go to mlnation.net. Just search for Jackson at the search bar. It'll pop right up. Uh, you know, one of the big lessons here, so, so many nuggets of wisdom, but like, like, you know, Nicola went through tough times, right? She had she buried three kids. Uh, when we did this on Facebook Live, people were asking, "Did she? Did I actually say that right?" You know, she had she lost three of her children before, and she got through all these other tough moments where she couldn't pay her bills. But know that it's during you know she has her attitude. She was grateful for these quote unquote tough times. Like some of you, you know, and that's why you can't listen to the media or watch the news with make it sound like bad. But it's during these moments that we really grow, right? It's during these moments because and she had a great quote. It's like success. The enemy of success is when things are easy. Success because you're not growing. But when things don't go well, know that it's the turning point for the next level. And you know, I'm thinking about you know what I was building my ML business. It's, it's so true. All that you know when I was opening up the Malaysia market and was opening up the Philippine market. All these quote unquote quote unquote I say bad things happen, but they turn out to be blessings, right? And even with ML Nation when we first started like years ago back in 2012. Uh, I don't even know how many of you know that 2012 when I started doing coaching. You know, we had a little rough start, but it was during those times. And I always talk about 2014 was probably the toughest time. But during those, those quote unquote tough times, that's where you know I am. We are ML Nation as a team, as a you know company, as providers value. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. The same thing with Nicola. She has this great system. She talked about the Momentum Conference, right? She's like you have to recognize what cycles you're in. So maybe you're listening to this in the summer, whatever. During the slow times, and that's when you got to adjust. And she didn't learn about this creating cultural relationships until her leaders left the company, right? All of a sudden, she's making good income, and bam, it hits you. She's losing these leaders, and. It's during these tough times that she grew because she she's a seven-figure earner now. She would not be where she is today if it wasn't for those moments. So 
Uh, really good stuff there. Think about this. Every time you're going through a tough time, maybe you're going through a rough time right now, be grateful for it. You ask yourself, what is the lesson you're learning right now? Because you when you have doubts, you can still have courage. Right? When you have doubts, you can still have courage. You can still do that. You can still have courage. You can still build. And, and you got to have abundance mindset. There's plenty for everyone. It's not scarcity. If you read the media and stuff, you may feel like that. But, you know, we live in abundance. Yes, tons of. And I think one of the cool things about MOM, people are giving, giving, giving more now. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about how she got started. When she shared that story, how she got started, like the person didn't even tell her it was network marketing. They did a booth. They're proud of the product, but kind of embarrassed it was network marketing. They didn't even tell people about it. Don't make that mistake. Be proud of this business. Be proud. You know, Nicola got started. She made a $10,000 check by her third month. And not 10000 cumulative. In one month, made 10000 by the third month. But she told everyone, every person that walked in her salon, a FedEx, anyone, she told her, she had a one-liner. Who do you know that needs to? Blank, blank, blank. So you can use that for your product. Who do you, who do you know that needs to save money on travel if you're doing travel? Who do, you, who do you know that needs to have more energy if you have energy drinks? Who do you know that needs to save money on the electricity if you're selling services? You know, who do you know that needs to lose some weight, lose five pounds? So there's so many, you know, there's a great one-liner. And the key is to do it all the time. Don't prejudge. And, you know, she talked about Nicole was just ignorance on fire, just sharing with everyone and got results that way. And great show. Again, a couple other things here. As she has a morning routine. Uh, successful people all have routines. They plan out. They, 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 she has her own long time before she turns on to the world. So it's, it's thinking time, her prayer time. Really important. Uh, she talked about the million-dollar question. Right, million-dollar question is: If you're to start over again, what would you do? Find your target market, the person you you, you get, um, you, whatever your product is. Every company, your services, products has a target market, right? If you're selling weight losses, people who want to lose weight, join, find where they hang out with, and become friends with them. And she's like, go for the nose, go for the numbers. Just talk to tons of people, and you'll get there. And great, great show from Nicola Smith Jackson. Uh, really, I think the big, big loss, if you get anything out of it, there's so many things about creating culture. She talks about how she didn't want to make people feel left out. She's creating videos. She's very good at that stuff. But really, it's about the tough moments. If you're going through a rough time, and we all go through rough times in different parts of our life, right? So maybe business is good, but your home life is not good. Maybe uh, you know your home life is great, but you're struggling in this business. Ask yourself, this is the, you know, say to yourself, this is a turning point. For the next level, what are the lessons you're learning and what you need to do you know, to make that happen. Again, great show from a seven figure earner, Nicola Smith Jackson. Make sure you thank her, connect with her. And if you like these shows, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot to the whole network marketing community. And uh, I'm Simon Chan, I'm loud and proud because it's an amazing profession with great stories of real people making it happen. And now it's your turn. Apply what you learn. Next time, you, maybe if you're going through a tough moment right now, Ask yourself, what are the lessons you learned? Because this is going to be the turning point for your next level. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. I'm... Now it's your turn. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.